Well, hello there. Welcome to Spiritual Conversation, honest and joyful explorations of ideas to help us align with our true spiritual purpose and live our best lives. I am your host, Jacqueline Clare, Mermaid of the Airways, here to take your hand and go on some deep dives together. I want to apologize if you can hear the cicadas outside. Night is falling and I live in a magical forest. So what can you do? (laughs) They kind of come in and out, so I hope they won't be too distracting for you. The sounds of September. I would like to bring your attention again to September being Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Every month should be that, but um, it's nice to have a designated month because it is such a hard thing to talk about, and I am not going to be spending a lot of time talking about it in this episode, but I just want to bring your awareness to it so that you can be more mindful and attentive about the people in your life whose paths you cross, friend or stranger, and you know have your your spiritual tentacles and your just rational thinking alert if anyone needs a smile, a phone call, a check-in, a helping hand, an acknowledgement that they exist and that you see them, to be mindful of that in this really pressurized time. So it feels like every episode I'm talking about this pressurized time, but you know, we really are chronicling this, you know, historic time of immense pressure for all of us. And I don't think that means we can't experience joy and progress and blessings. I think very much we can. It is the best of times and the worst of times, as it always is. But I think it's historic. I think we're, I don't know how much crazier it's going to get, but we're definitely at like historic crazy heights right now. And one thing that I wanted to talk to you about today was how healing, physical or psychological or relational or societal, seems to often happen as a sort of detox. And I first was introduced to this idea articulated so clearly through Marianne Williamson, I think through her book, A Return to Love, her exploration as a student of A Course in Miracles. So it's not totally an original idea, but I hope I take it in the original direction. That we heal through a sort of detox, which means that in the psychological realm, in the societal realm, in the relationship realm, things have to come up. They have to rise to the surface. They have to rise to our awareness for us to be able to release them. Sometimes we have to like face them and analyze them and work on them and mediate them. But sometimes it's as easy as just saying, oh, this, you know, psychological thing that I've been holding on to. I realize is actually, you know, filled with thorns and it's actually hurting me more than helping me. And I need to release this. I need to let this go. And many spiritual traditions have believed that this is part of the spiritual wisdom and beauty of free will. 
that we are not automatons. We are not the pawns of God or the universe. We have this distinctive capacity to make our own decisions, good ones and bad ones. And it gives the good ones meaning because if we had no choice but to be good all the time, then our goodness, whatever that means to you, would have no significance. And it also allows us to make bad decisions, whether you know we're hurting other people or we're just hurting ourselves by our our prejudices or our neuroses or our compulsions, whatever it is. And that God, the universe, the the intelligence that that holds together material reality, partly because it's just the law of this universe, but also out of love and compassion, many mystical reasons, God, the universe, will not take away that which we hold dear without our consent. And this is some say the wisdom of prayer because God can is helping you all the time and can help you and whatever but there is a mystical power to saying I am using my free will to ask you to help me I am using my free will to ask you to heal me of this unhealthy pattern I am using my free will to ask you to take this from me. I am using my free will to release this of my own. But probably if it's something we've been holding on to for a long time, we need some help in letting go. So we do this in our personal lives. And I'm I'm sure if you think about it, there are things that have been unhealthy, habitual choices of yours that you clung to for some reason and you had to like consciously be like yeah this is not serving me i'm gonna stop doing this thing saying this thing even spending time with that person like things that just don't serve us and i think socially like as in society we have a lot of stuff bubbling up to the surface right now and it's tempting to think things were better four years ago, 10 years ago, 16 years ago, 20 years ago, you know? It's tempting to think things were better before they got crazy. And my hopeful view of what's happening is that whatever challenges on the societal level we are experiencing right now were there already for 16, 20 years ago and they are now rising to the surface because we're ready to release them. Sort of like PTSD, um, I certainly have not experienced it like in any extreme form. But I have experienced where sometimes I don't emotionally react to something happening in the moment. And then I react later. And 
I think it's, you know, because sometimes we're not ready or feel safe enough to respond to what's happening. So when we do feel safe, then it, then we emotionally process and it's a little inconvenient sometimes, but it's just part of how we operate. So perhaps all of this stuff is, and you pick your poison name, whatever, you know, I could be referring to, I'm referring to all of it. It's coming up because we're ready to face it. We're ready to release it. We're ready to deal with it. We're ready to feel it. We're ready to feel it. And let it go. And I think things would be very heightened right now in the U.S. It's an election year without COVID. But with COVID, there's this added layer, which is really, really interesting. Like historically, not only is it another source of emotional reaction for everyone and source of confusion and fear, but as it has adapted all of our individual lives, we have fewer distractions because, you know, we can't go dancing or, you know, go to the movies. And so all of us in sort of the Buddhist sense, we are all on the spot, which is what meditation can help train you in just being on the spot, not running to plan your grocery list or running to think about your crush or running to think about that person you're upset about. You be on the spot and learn how to be in the now. And it's fascinating how much we run from the now at all costs when the now is the only part of the material reality that's like real, you know? So we're all getting this major boost (laughs) in being on the spot. And sure, we can, we can drool on social media and keep our TV on all the time and do all kinds of things to distract ourselves, but it's harder. It's harder to distract ourselves. I can't go on the road, you know, tour with my show. Like I am on the spot. So we have all these things societally coming up and and things have become controversial that you know once upon a time weren't controversial and you know even the most apolitical people are kind of like being forced to like you know have opinions about everything like it's 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 a very unique time so we have all this stuff bubbling up and and with race in america and um the press and healthcare and and gender and i mean just everything everything that um was once perhaps not deeply examined is coming up and then we also are on the spot so we have two things happening right now which can drive you mad or it can be such a profound opportunity for personal and collective growth. I mentioned 
several episodes back, my love of this book, The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself. And Michael Singer talks about how every time we have a negative emotion, it sort of becomes part of this very tender stockpile within us. And this becomes very, very heavy. And this is like the source of depression and prejudice and negativity. And at all costs, we don't want anything to touch that tender spot of negativity because we are afraid to feel pain because it hurts when that gets triggered, when it gets hit. So we try, you know, very hard never to be triggered. And he gives this funny example, like if somebody, you know, a loved one or something does upset us, we want to make damn sure that they never do that again. And, and, and his assessment, like, this is us protecting that tender sore spot. We want to make sure that the world around us conforms to what it needs to do to not touch our tender sore spot. And he says, when we do this, we are actually letting fear rule our lives. That it is the fear of feeling pain that we make all of our decisions and, and, you know, manipulate our relationships to a certain degree, manipulate our lives to a certain degree. And that this obviously is not freedom. And he's, says his his advice which i am trying to learn that's why i'm sharing it with you is that anytime your stuff gets hit anytime something upsets you or hurts you instead of holding on to it and letting it become part of this heavy pain body essentially inside of us you know we we analyze it we hold on to it we clamp down pain we clamp down Instead, to look up, I don't know if he means that literally, but it helps me, (laughs) and open your heart. Open your heart. Open up. Instead of clamping down when you get hurt, you open your heart, and you let it pass through you. We are fully capable, we as human beings, of feeling pain and surviving and getting to the other side. Because that, that's what the whole fear is. You know, we don't want to feel pain. So open your heart. Just let it wash through you. And don't add to it. Don't fondle it. Don't analyze it. Don't make it bigger. Don't try to make it smaller. Don't wish it away. Open your heart and just let it move through. That is his suggestion. And when you do that, he says... Those triggers, whatever caused you pain, I'm going to dismiss this alarm on my phone. Thank you very much. Whatever caused you pain, now is an opportunity to lighten that heavy load you have inside of you. Every time you open up and let it wash through you, it lightens that load. So instead of things that trigger you being something you build your whole life around not happening, instead, each time it is, it is, it lightens you. 
it elevates you and it makes you more capable the next time. So since we're living through like trigger season, think about that. And he says, if you make this commitment, you will notice that you get triggered a lot. And he says, this would have happened anyway, but you would have kept clamping down now that you are open to it. Now you're seeing like, wow, things really touch me. They touch that spot right and left, man. And just try to see it as a good thing and not something to be callous, but something to help us grow. And again, as a, as a societal body, I think we're going through that. And one of the questions I've really been asking myself is like, what is my opportunity? What is my role towards the collective as these things are coming up? And I don't have any specific answers at the moment other than looking for ways to serve other than just work on myself, you know, and as Jordan Peterson says, like, clean my room first before I start telling the world how to be, which in this context means like, try to light my own pain body so that I can be more aware and attentive to other people rather than trying to ask the world to conform to what I need so that I don't feel pain. Lastly, I'd like to share with you an extremely practical trip, trick, trick, not a trip, trick that has helped me a lot. And it's from one of my favorite YouTubers and authors, Praying Medic. And it's simple three steps. When you feel an emotion that's really hard to feel, whether it just blindsides you or it's something historically you struggle with, to fully acknowledge it, not the story, not all of that, the feeling, the way it feels in your body, psychologically, this feeling, put your finger on it, so to speak, and pray. Either you just pray, you know, to the ether, you pray to Jesus or Baha'u'llah or to God, say, God, Please take this feeling from me. Say, God, step two, please heal this wound in my soul. Third step, say, God, I receive your healing. So you identify the feeling and say, please take this from me. Please heal this wound in my soul. I receive your healing. And this is just a very simple way. We need our simple ways because when we are, you know, in that primal emotional state or in deep pain, we're not that intelligent, you know, other than being able to articulate all the wrongs we've experienced, but you know, like we, we need something very gentle and very simple. And it's a simple way to use your free will, to be honest, to acknowledge it, to accept it, and to let it go. And to ask for help from your higher power to help you do that. Because maybe if you knew how to do it on your own, you already would have.
you know? And that last part of receive, like acknowledging the receipt of healing is, is part of the prayer. And I think psychologically, it's a way to train our minds to, to be ready to accept our answered prayers. So my friends, thanks for taking this deep dive with me. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like, and comment. If you have any thoughts to share on this topic, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please remember to subscribe on that platform. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me at JacquelineClaireArt.com slash contact. You can also sign up for my email list there. And I have links below for my Patreon. We still have art classes going on in the Patreon art classroom. It's a donation-based subscription art class. And soon I will have more to share with you on my children's book that I will be releasing called Noble Beings. I'm so excited to share this with you. It's for children of all ages, which includes you and me. All right, my friends, I wish you the best for playing your part in making this world a better place. Catch you next time.